0: You know, we get a lot of feedback when we have Timmy Time on, the golden voice, the way, I mean, the range is just incredible, and we always get really good feedback. We get feedback like, hey, Timmy Time should have a Christmas album, Timmy Time should have a Spotify playlist. I, I don't want to bring these things up because every time I do, his agent increases the number, and I just, we're, we're at... We're kind of at the top of our range to really be able to afford Timmy time.
1: Hi, this is Peter Mortel, and I'm a big-ass runner from Green Bay, Wisconsin, the land of cheese and crackers and beer and packers. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. Now, here's your host, Jeff Harrell. Wow!
0: Well, thank you, Peter. You know, that intro from Peter was back on episode number two. I brought it back because it's been 75 episodes, believe it or not, since Peter did that intro. And because the Green Bay Packers have just clinched the best record in the NFC, which gives them a bye for the first round. So I thought it appropriate to give the Packers a little bit of love. So thank you, Peter, for letting us resurrect that intro way back in episode number two. Well, welcome to the Big Ass Runner. My name is Jeff Harrell. This is episode number 76. Hard to believe we are very excited about this episode. I think we've got a great episode planned in the first segment. We have one of our favorite segments. We call it Why I Run, and we actually have two today, one from a student. Who's in college and one from a teacher? They don't know each other, but thought it really cool that we have both a student and a teacher share their why in segment number one. And then segment number two, get ready for this. Someone may have released a brand new album. Let me just leave it at that. Little teaser for you. We'll have to wait for that in segment number two. But before we get to the show, you know, we used to do a segment that we called Don't Be a Dumbass, and we would call out situations that we've experienced out on the trails or in life in general where we're like, hey, this person was acting, acting a fool. We don't do a lot of this segment anymore because we tend to want to be more encouraging and entertaining and I guess that would fall in the entertaining category probably not so much in the encouraging maybe encouraging someone not to be a dumbass I don't know but I had an experience this past weekend that I thought I would share you know every once in a while you just gotta you gotta bring something up and it's like in hockey you know you gotta check the defender when they're getting a little too loose with the puck you gotta check them But I wanted to share this experience from the Squircle. So I ran the Squircle on New Year's Day. The Squircle is a square circle that goes around Irwin Park. It's the park that we like to run at. And a lot of times the weather this time of year can be a little wet, soggy. Trails were closed. So I was relegated to the Squircle, which is a great option because it's gravel road. So it's not paved. And it's really a pretty, even though it's up and down, kind of a straight line, keep turning left or keep turning right, depending on what direction you're going, it's a great place to run because it's pretty, it's out in the country, but because of that, there's just not a lot of traffic, and recently, I don't know if you guys have heard stories recently, I hear more and more stories about certainly bikers that are getting hit by vehicles, but I've also heard a couple of stories about runners, and so I'm really aware of my surroundings, and also there's animals out there, and you know, we have coyotes here in North Texas. And so I'm always aware of that. I'm aware of cars, you know, just, you want to make sure that you're safe when you're running. And so when I run the Squirtle, I run into traffic so I can see vehicles. Now you've hardly ever see very many cars. I mean, Squirtle, I think it's 4.3 miles all the way around and you might see one car on each lap maybe two just depends it's a little busier the front of the park especially if the trails are open you'll see more cars on that part of it but really on the backside you just don't see a lot of cars and so i'm running along it's mid morning on new year's day and i'm getting i'm trying to get 3 laps in the squircle. i'm trying to do a trail half marathon and i'm running along and I've got my aftershock so that I can listen to music, but also hear what's going on around me. And I hear coming up behind me, a vehicle coming, which is, you know, fine. It doesn't happen very often, but you know, you kind of, you kind of wave and and off they go. So I'm running along and all of a sudden I hear a vehicle coming up behind me. So I'm, I'm waving at it. It passes by and all of a sudden I hear this. (laughs) It scared the poopy out of me, and here's what happened. So this Jeep is driving by, and the guy's got all his windows down, and there's a huge dog in the back seat, and it feels like it's inches away from my right shoulder because it's passing me on my right-hand side, and it felt like its fangs were inches. I'm sure it wasn't, but it felt that way, and it scared the living bejeebers out of me. And here's my question I want to pose. It's not the dog's fault, certainly, because that's what dogs do. They react, they bark at things, you know, they're protecting their owners. I get that. Here's where I think, is the owner, because I guarantee you, this was not the first time this dog has snapped at something as you've driven by it, guaranteed. So I'm thinking the owner knows what's about to happen. In fact, after I put myself back together after hearing that sound and realizing I hadn't crapped my pants, which I was very surprised by. I look in the mirror, you know, the driver's side side mirror, and he is smirking, just got this eating grin on his face. And it ticked me off. I mean, at first it scared the bejeebers out of me. And then it ticked me off that he's laughing at me when, you know, again, I'm just wanting to be safe on the roads and this guy's laughing and I did not handle that very well i might have said a few words i might have waved with a certain finger who knows who knows what might have happened
1: well i thought i remembered you saying that you wanted to express yourself
0: but is it the dog's fault no i don't think so but is it the owner's fault because again i don't think this was the first time this had ever happened and maybe it's my fault maybe maybe i should have laughed at the situation maybe i should have found it funny i got really perturbed. Because again, I'm a little bit on edge out there anyway. I mean, I'm relaxed when I'm running, but again, you want to be aware of your surroundings. So I don't know. I would love to hear from the big ass runner herd. Is this the dog owner's fault? Is it dead? Hey, this stuff happens and just get over it, Jeff. You scared you, but no big deal. It's not the dog's fault. I know that much. So love to hear from you. I piece myself back. to That was actually lap one. I was able to get myself back together, composed, finished the next two laps. No large dogs barking in my ear after that. Everything was fine. Uh, Even thinking back about it, I still get a little bit, a little bit tingly. Well, with that, let's get going on episode number 76 of the Big Ass Runner. Well, as I said in the open, one of our favorite segments is called Why I Run, and I think it's because we all have slightly different and unique motivations for why we get out and run, but at the same time, there tends to be elements of everyone's story that we certainly can relate to, and I love the two that we have today. Like I said, we're going to have a teacher, Kyle Buckley, who will be first here, and then a student, Bristol Reigns. You're really going to love this. We'll start first with Kyle. Kyle is a great runner. In fact, I didn't realize this when he reached out, but Kyle is from the area that I live in. In fact, I have seen him at Irwin Park several times. So next time I'm out there, I'm going to look for Kyle. This is Kyle Buckley's
2: Why I Run. Hello, my name is Kyle. I am pleased to share with you why I love running so much and my motivation behind it. And I think as I have evolved as a runner or even just as a person in general, my motivation or my why has also evolved, which I think is kind of cool. So it started out kind of all for me. I wanted to do all these things for myself because I spent most of my life overweight and just not not really happy with the body I was in. And about two years ago, I was finally able to kind of get in the habit of running. I certainly did not like it at the start, but I knew it was good for me. And I think when I started to see, you know, after a couple of weeks, I was losing a couple of pounds. I was more active. I was happier. And I think when I started seeing the results, it was just easier to make that habit and just not look back. So That was about two years ago. And back then, like I said, my why or my motivation was all, you know, for me, I wanted to do these things to make myself happy and just to show my body appreciation and all that good stuff. And then as I kind of took running from just doing it for my health to kind of making it a hobby, I started running a little bit longer. And then on Saturdays, I would run, you know, 10 miles was the longest I'd ever run. And then I kind of started increasing my mileage until... I kind of thought, hey, maybe, you know, an ultra marathon or a marathon, you know, maybe I'll just try to finish one. Like, that would be cool. That would be kind of like a big landmark for me. And then so it was kind of that process, my why kind of changed from doing all these things for me, you know, since I hit my goals, I kind of wanted to run for other people. And I think that's the teacher in me that, that kind of brought out. Um, So right now I'm a high school teacher. And I I love it. I love kind of being there for people, being that rock in people's lives. And so that definitely carried over to my running. I wanted to just kind of show people that you can be a different version of yourself if you want to be. And you can make these changes at 27, 28, 29 years old or 30 or 40 or whatever, you know. These things are possible. You don't have to stay unhappy just because you've always been unhappy and it's too late. So like I said, that's kind of when I was like, you know what, let's let's run a marathon. Let's do this. So I kind of started ramping up my mileage and... Uh, got some training plans together, and just kind of went after it. And I ran the Dallas Marathon in December, first marathon ever. I had run an ultra marathon, like a trail marathon before then. I didn't do so hot, still a learning process. But the marathon, I, I felt like I did pretty well in. I did three hours and nine minutes. And that was a very special day for me because the first 29 years of my life, if you told me I was even going to finish a marathon, I would have laughed and said, no freaking way. So being able to finish so even close to three hours flat was very inspiring to me. And I had a few people reach out and, you know, tell me how awesome it was and how inspiring it was for them to just start running. So that really solidified my motivation and my why for running. I just want to be there for other people and show everyone that, yeah, it it's tough and it takes discipline and it takes sacrifice. But if you want it, it is absolutely possible. And so that's my why now. And I'm, I'm running with it. And whether I help one person, two people, a hundred people, a million people, it's all totally worth it. And I love what I'm doing and I love helping people and I'm going to run forever. Running has definitely changed my life. And I could even go as far as to say it saved my life, definitely saved my life from, you know, a life that I wasn't really enjoying, but now running has, has helped me enjoy life and I love every second of every day. So thank you to running, you know, <laughs> but again, my name is Kyle and that is my motivation to run. And if anyone needs help, I'm totally there for whatever you need, you know, thank you for letting me say a couple words and, and share my motivation and, and why I love running so much. So thank you.
0: Well, killer job, Kyle. And first of all, man, congratulations on a 309 marathon. That is wicked fast. That is awesome. That is a very fast marathon. So congratulations on that. You know, I think a couple of things really resonated with me. First of all, you said you didn't really like running at first. And I remember that was my case too. I, I ran because I had to because of basketball and sports and things like that. And then and I had to run doing these mud runs. And we started to really – work on the running part of it. And I started to really enjoy it more and more. So it's like, once you kind of get over that, the 20 minute, I feel like there's a 20 minute barrier. Timmy Tom talks a lot about this too. Once you get past that, you kind of hit, hit your stride, your body goes, okay, I think we're going to be here a while. Something flips in your, in your body and and you really start to enjoy it. So I, I love that couple of other things I think were really interesting, and I think this is pretty common too, that a lot of times we start running for internal reasons because we want to lose some weight or feel better or whatever the case may be just to get a bit in better shape. But then it tends to then move to more of an external why. And that certainly was the case for you, Kyle. I think that's, that's great how you want to be an influence to other people that you want to help other people through running, you want to be, you know, that example that people can look to. And you said, whether it's one person or a million, just love that, I think that's awesome. And then another thing that you said that I just thought was great, as you said, you can be a different version of yourself and I think that is that's great because I think a lot of times we think, you know, the way things are right now is the way they're always going to be. You don't see necessarily a way out, but I really agree with you that that you can create a different version of yourself. But to do that, you've got to want it. You said this at the very end of your why run, if you want it, it is possible. So Kyle, very inspirational. Thanks so much for sharing your why. I can tell that you are a teacher. you got that teacher in you. You're really teacher at heart. And thanks for what you do for those students. I'm sure that they benefit from having you as their teacher. So thank you for that. And I will say hi next time I see you out there at Irwin Park. Well, now we move to student, from teacher to student. And this is one you're really going to enjoy as well. This is Bristol Rains,
1: Why I Run. I'm Bristol Raines, a big-ass runner from Gainesville, Texas, and my why is, well, right now, I really don't know what my why is. But I can tell you, I've been a runner for eight, almost eight years now. And when I first started running, it was actually middle school cross country. And back then, I started running just to try it out. People told me I had long legs and that I might actually be really good at it. So I gave it a shot, and I was terrible. I actually absolutely sucked. I was like in the back of the pack of every race, and I was really bad. And going into high school... I played other sports, baseball, basketball, and our basketball coach said, hey, if you do cross country, you'll have a lot of endurance. It's good for you, blah, blah, blah. So I gave cross country another shot, and I just did it to keep in shape. A lot of my friends did it to keep in shape, so I gave it a try. And my first two years of high school, I was absolutely terrible. I was not a good runner at all. I didn't practice. I didn't really care for it. I just did it because it kept me in good shape. Halfway through high school, though, something changed. And I wanted to better myself, and I started to have all these goals for my life. And I knew that out of all the sports I played, running is the one that really stuck out to me, and I wanted to go all in on the sport and go to college for it. But at the time, I was terrible, and there was no way I'd be able to go to college for running with the shape I was in. And so I knew that I would have to work hard and run every single day and stick to my word. So I ran every single day for two years straight with maybe, you know, a four-day break max and through that journey my why at the beginning was to be able to win races be able to go to college and run and that was my why but that changed about three months in three months in of me training going hard I actually started to hate running and I didn't like going out and forcing myself to run every day I just didn't like running But after you know about a few weeks that weared off that burnout stage wore off and I actually fell in love with running I found a bunch of running YouTube videos like the ginger runner a bunch of trail running YouTube videos and I really just fell in love with running. I fell in love with the way it made me feel I fell in love with the community in running and where running can take you where your own two feet can take you and I really just loved every single thing about running, and so ending high school actually my why had changed to something that, yeah, I still was competitive. I still wanted to go and run in college, but at the end of the day, I really just loved running. And high school ended, and I ended up being able to go run out of Division two college for the NCAA. And whenever I went to college. The competition in college is just ridiculous, and everyone's just so fast, and there's no way just genetically with how I'm made I can compete at this level um, and be able to win races or anything like that. So my why in college had changed. In the beginning, it was to try and win, but when I realized no matter how hard I worked, there's no way just with genetically how I am I can you know get first place or anything like that. My why changed to, okay, why do I run? And it it was because it just brought this deep sense of peace and calmness to me. And throughout college, I'm on my second year in college now running. And now my why has kind of changed. Like I'm still competitive and I still want to break some personal records. But now I don't really know why I run. It's just I've ran almost every single day for the past four years. And it's just so embedded in my brain that now I just go out to run just to go run. It's just like part of my daily routine just like brushing my teeth or going to take in a shower you know I go out and run every single day just because hey I need to go get my running and so that's what my why is right now but the why is always changing and it will change in the future after college and so but no matter what I plan on running till I'm like 90 years old so just know if you don't know if you don't have a why for you running it's okay it's not the end of the world I'm in the same boots as you. And so that's my why for running.
0: Well, thank you, Briston. Very wise beyond your years. And a couple of things I thought were really interesting. You know, a lot of times I think in today's world, if something is hard or something just doesn't come naturally to us, we tend to quit pretty quickly. And I think that's one thing I love about trail runners is they tend to be pretty resilient. And you said you were not good at running right away but you dedicated yourself to it kind of that second time in cross country you said two years straight you're at the back of the pack but after two years you really started to improve and get better and i just say man hats off to staying after it working hard and seeing that change happen Like a lot of times we want change to happen fast and i've talked to one of our friends kelly monica about this she's a personal trainer and she's like yeah my my clients will just want to see changes now, and it just takes time, and it takes hard work, and it takes dedication. So thanks for for that reminder, and thanks too for being honest about hey, my why was this, and it changes, and I think that's true. Our our why's change over time as we as we grow older, have different experiences, but I think losing that why sometimes that's where we lose our motivation, as you described. But finding that why, maybe it's just a love of running, maybe it's Like for me, I want to be healthy for my grandkids so I can play with them. That why changes. So thanks for that reminder. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you both to Kyle and to Briston for sharing with us their whys. That is why I run. Well, one of the things we absolutely love to do is to give shout outs and kudos to the big ass runners out there just making it happen this week. I want to give a special shout out to Steve Anderson. I actually encountered Steve on the Squircle for my previous story on Saturday, and he was in the midst of doing the Yeti 50. Now, this is... Doing 8.35 miles every four hours until you get to 50 miles. He, I believe, when I ran into him, I just finished my half marathon on the gravel road trails out there. He was just getting started and he completed it. Like he started on Saturday morning and finished his last run at 4 a.m. on Sunday. Amazing job. I don't know if I could do that running through the night like that. Amazing job, Steve. He's at Prescott Endurance on Instagram. Way to go, Steve. We have a very special surprise for segment two. You know, we get a lot of feedback when we have Timmy time on the golden voice, the way, I mean, the range is just incredible. And we always get really good feedback. We get feedback like, Hey, Timmy time should have a Christmas album. Timmy time should have a Spotify playlist. I i don't want to bring these things up because every time I do his agent increases the number. And I just, we're, we're at, We're kind of at the top of our range to really be able to afford Timmy Time. But I'm really, really excited. And I don't want to share too much. I just want you guys to hear this. But someone, maybe named Timmy Time, has a brand new album out. And there is a commercial for said album. It's out there. I don't know if you've heard it or not. We're going to play it here. Actually, this is the debut of this said commercial for this amazing new album. Here is Timmy Time's new album. I don't want to say too much. Here we go.
3: Cause I'm your lady.
4: Imagine owning the world's greatest love song.
3: And you are my man.
4: By the greatest voice of our time.
3: Whenever you reach for me. I'll do all I can. Tell me, how am I supposed to live without you?
4: In a a once-in-a-lifetime collection.
3: When I've been loving you so long. And Tell me, how am I supposed to live without you? And how am I supposed to carry on
1: When
4: all that I've been living for is gone Time Life Music presents the ultimate love songs collection
3: Somewhere
4: out
3: there If love can see us through Then We'll be together Somewhere out there Out where dreams Come true
4: 36 beautiful songs By our favorite artists
3: Dreams go on When I close my eyes Every since. It's cold outside every moment, I'm awake and further run away.
4: Timmy Time covers them all here
3: and now. I promise to love faithfully. faithfully. You're all I. Here and now I vow to be one With thee Rod Stewart Have I told you lately That I love you Have I told you There's no one else Above you You fill my heart With gladness You take away all my sadness Ease my troubles That's what you do
4: Gloria Estefan I'd do
3: anything for you Phil Collins I'd give you up Rick Astley If that's what I should do Celine Dion To make you happy Sandy Patrick I can't pretend each time I see you That I don't care and I don't need you and no one side I feel like dying. You know you'll never see me crying.
4: Get the ultimate love songs collection on two CDs for just twenty six ninety nine.
3: The meaning in my life, you're the inspiration. You bring feeling to my life, you're the inspiration. Wanna have you near me? I want to have you hear me say, yeah, no one needs you more than I need you.
4: But wait, use your credit card and we'll take $10 off.
3: I swear, by the moon and the stars in the sky, I'll be there.
4: That's right. You get 2 Timmy Time CDs for just 16.99.
3: By your side I'll be there for better or worse till death do us part. I love you forever beat of my heart. I swear.
4: And with Timmy Time Satisfaction is guaranteed.
3: Wherever you go, whatever you do, I will be right there waiting for you. Whatever it takes, or how my heart breaks, I
4: will be right here waiting for you. Timmy Time, Ultimate Love Songs is not sold in stores. Stuck on
3: you. I got this feeling down deep in my soul that I just can't lose Guess I'm on my way
4: So remember, use your credit card to get two beautiful CDs for just $16.99 and the way
3: I feel now, I guess I'll be with you till the end Guess I'm on my way Might glad you stayed
4: But wait, there's more. Order today and get the Timmy Time Fantastic Clydesdale Awkward Duets for free. Love lifts us up where we
3: belong. Where the eagles drop on a mountain high. Love lifts us up where we belong. Up from the world below Where the clear winds blow
0: Certain as the sun
3: sudden as the sun
0: Rising in the east
3: Tales as old as time
0: Song as old as rhyme Beauty and, and the beast, beast. song
4: is old as rhyme beauty, beauty
0: and the
4: beat Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton
3: Holland's in the street that is what we are, no one in between how can we be wrong sail away with me to another world and we rely on each other Uh From one
4: lover to another. Uh Uh-huh. Sonny and Cher. Well, they say we're young, but we don't care. But we won't find out until... you babe i got you babe and special guest john travolta sandy my darling you hurt me
0: real bad you know it's true but baby you gotta believe me when i say i'm helpless without you Call 1-800-818-606 to order your Timmy Time Ultimate Love Songs collection on two CDs for only $16.99 plus shipping and handling when you use your credit card. Act now and get your bonus Timmy Time Fantastic Clydesdale Awkward Duet CD for free. Well, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 76 of The Big Ass Runner. Thanks so much for joining us. We want to say a special shout out and thanks to Peter Mortel for that awesome intro, for Kyle and Briston for both sharing their YI runs, for Steve Anderson for that amazing Yeti 50 that he accomplished, and of course for Timmy Time for bringing us the tunes that only he can, that commercial that was, that was off the charts. That was that was amazing. Love that. And as always, a big thanks to our partners. You know, we only partner with companies that we love their products and we love the people. And that is the case with all three of our partners. Path Projects, if you need new apparel, they are the best. PathProjects.com. They've got a new beanie out that I've got to get. Love that. And also, Salty Britches, the best chafing ointment around, go to getsaltybritches.com and use Big Ass Runner for 20% off. Can't beat that. And of course, it is cold out there. Get your running jacket or vest at vanderjacket.com. They are the best. Sarah Vander Newt is awesome. And as always, making us sound really, really good is our audio engineer, Steve Awesome Sauce Saunders.
1: That's oh, my sauce. I make it myself
0: well thanks again for joining us if there's one thing that we'd love for you to do is to give us a written review on apple Podcasts, that helps people find the podcast until next time until episode 77 which is up next by the way we've got some more why runs next week you're gonna love those until then get out there hit those trails and keep running your asses off Share, you know, every once in a while, you just gotta, you gotta bring something up, and it's like in hockey, you know, you gotta check check the defender when they're getting a little, you know, too uh, too loose with the puck. You gotta check them. I don't know hockey very well. All my hockey friends are like that. Doesn't even make any sense, Jeff. That's my puck, baby! Don't you ever touch my puck! And well, let me say, let me set this up to a little bit. Move that Steve to the blooper reel. The way I always feel is the way it's always going to be. Scratch that, Steve. By the way, we've got some more Y runs next week. You're going to love those as well. As well, I'm finding out is my pet word for the year as well. As well.